0: But first let's talk about our lives and the routines that we can build as we get back into whatever the new normal is and whatever that means to you. With the nation's vaccination rates continuing to increase, more people are feeling that cloud of pandemic life begin to lift. But for many, there's a great deal of anxiety about returning to work, returning to those social functions, having to talk to friends of friends, Films, concerts, live sports, you name it. And that anxiety can lead to a sense of disconnection with ourselves. Or, as meditation specialist and energy healer Amelia Vogler says, can force us to become ungrounded from our feelings, our thoughts, and, yeah, even our bodies. Perhaps you're thinking to yourself, how could someone lose touch with their physical self? Well, culture shifts. Amanda LeClaire spoke with Vogler about practical routines to navigate life going forward and what becoming grounded even means.
1: Well, Amanda, I think you're right when you say that people think, you know, grounding is sort of woo woo because a lot of times we hear about it in the spiritual communities, energy medicine, yoga, and it's an ungrounded term. You know, we don't have the luxury of hearing about grounding as a practice. Many people are really familiar with mindfulness, you know, that awareness of what we're seeing, sensing, feeling in any present moment. But grounding, it's like, well, we don't ever get a definition for that. (laughs) So what is it? You know, if we look to the science, and I'm kind of a science nerd, um, to be perfectly honest. If we look at the science, the science tells us that everything in the world is energy. We're energy. The plants are made of energy. Everything is energy. So our foundation, our home, is really an energetic one. There's this, this energetic template that that holds us. To ourselves, which is a little confusing, I understand, but we're really working with the building block of who we are, how we are, and how it is that we come to make choices in the world. And so when you were talking about coming out of this really hard year, let's take a moment and reflect on some of the choices that we were either forced to make or choices that we're having to navigate under a lot of different pressures and stresses. Those choices, they, they come to us in a different set of circumstances and they put a lot of load on us. I, I don't know about you, Amanda, but this year was a year of really
2: challenging choices for me. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, when we talk about the uh, idea of re- returning to quote unquote normal, although people like to use the phrase now, uh, the new normal, I'm not sure anyone really knows what that means exactly yet. And and, and one, not knowing uh, and the uncertainty behind that. And two, I mean, for some people, returning back to life, a.k.a. the way it was before the constant busyness usually that we always found ourselves in is overwhelming itself. So take me into, into that a little bit. What are your thoughts on what is happening right now culturally? Well, I
1: appreciate that question. And I can make a connection between the grounding piece too, you know, as individuals, as a collective, we're all having to choose this new normal and Our mental resilience is, is waning. You know, we're not, we're tired as a culture. We're tired as a globe. We need a break. A lot of us are feeling mentally unmoored. You know, we don't really know what the next step is or what the right direction is. We know that going back to what was, isn't sustainable. But we also don't really know exactly how to bring ourselves forward into whatever's new. And that can be ungrounding, you know, this sense of not really being able to find our place truly and completely feeling our foundation in a moment. And we're, I think, as a collective in this wonderful cycle of restoration and renewal, We're trying to create new fixtures, new ground, new grounding practices for ourselves. So that might be things like, how how do I come to find my power again? What what are the fixtures of my empowerment? What What are the sustaining fixtures of my stability? Perhaps there are people listening who have lost loved ones and those loved ones have been fixtures of stability in their life and they're and they're trying to find who it is that's going to take the place and we know that no one will take the place of but stand for and stand in for that sense of stability and then we're looking for more creativity more inspiration you know how it is that we come to find ourselves happy again in this new place. So I think that's where we are. We're in this really this in-between place. We have to honor that in-between place because
2: we're not we're not there until we're there, right? Right. An in-between place can be a very uncomfortable place as well. And you know, for me when you when you're talking about that that sense of how do we navigate our actual day-to-day with the techniques that you're talking about. So so first off, what would be some of the ways that someone could realize or could know that they're not they're not not feeling in their body?
1: Yeah, sure. It's a, such a wonderful question. I think one of my first sort of barometers of my own groundedness in my life is to take a moment to check in with the speed of my mind. How fast is my mind running? And I tell you, it can run fast. <laughs> you know, it can be the ruminating thoughts that keep me up for hours and hours. Or I don't know if you've ever had this experience of when it literally feels like your thoughts are racing a thousand miles a minute, like like there's some conversation happening in your mind that's that's going so so quickly. That's one of my mental keys of an ungrounded mental state so i look to the mind how fast are you running now in our our physical body you know being um kind of aware of space and place and how our bodies are operating in a space or a place can be an interesting barometer of our grounding I don't know if you've ever kind of bumped into somebody at the grocery store because they weren't paying attention. They, they took one of these really fast turns and you're holding your eggs and they kind of knock you. You know, that person doesn't have a lot of spatial awareness in that moment. Sometimes we just don't have a lot of spatial awareness at, at, at the personality level, but, but other times we just aren't connected to our body enough to really think about where we are in space so that can be a way in the body to kind of measure how grounded I am or how grounded you are another thing is like how organized you are in your thoughts and how those thoughts manifest in your body so do you feel like you're in control you know, both mentally and physically? Do you feel like you're connected to your body such that you you kind of know where you're going? You kind of know what your next steps are throughout the day? You're not just floating mindlessly through moment to moment. You have a deeper connection to body space and time. And then in terms of spiritual grounding or energetic grounding, one of the ways that I identify in myself or in others when they're a little more ungrounded is I ask about inspiration and creativity. How inspired are you in this moment? And, you know, coming out of such a hard year, it's really hard to feel inspired. And that inspiration gets us to the connection that we have With something bigger than ourselves, whatever we call it, God, spirit, universe. But there is some benevolent force that inspires us, that is creating through us, that causes us to feel and stop for a moment and be in awe or wonder or just a state of wow. And so I kind of check in with my wow meter. A little different than my woo meter, I guess, but (laughs) you know, my wow, like how, how much wow am I feeling? And, and if I'm in my day and I'm feeling kind of gray and I don't have access to that wow, I really try to find ways to connect to that because that inspiration is what carries us to more light more life, more aliveness to our next moment, into our new normal.
2: That search for meaning is a deeply human need. That's also what's going to help us figure out how to, you know, get our society back on track, how to come back together after after a year of pandemic restrictions. Briefly, let's get into your work. How do you help people with the day-to-day habits of how that they can again, find that meaning in their lives? Amanda,
1: you know, I think the short answer is it depends, which is not a great answer. It depends on the person. The longer answer is we want to look for what the patterns are that keep us in these loops of constriction, whether that is a limiting belief Or a tape, you know, sometimes we get these tapes about, oh, I can't, I can't get another job. I'm never going to be happy. Um, You know, we feel the voices of our overwhelm and they get magnified when they get set on a loop. And so the first thing is helping somebody to notice when those loops are taking place. And I think one of the beauties of working with someone in any clinical capacity is being able to stand as a witness and also a mirror, being able to hold a mirror up in a really loving and compassionate way and say, hey, do you see this? Because I'm kind of seeing this and and checking that out And, and in that mirroring it allows someone to be able to see their own patterns and that's empowering. It's much different than saying, hey, you are this or you have this diagnosis. It's about this fluid relational awareness that comes through meaningful conversation and also identifying the energy patterns that are underneath that, the metaphors. Well, I wonder what that means to you when you say you're feeling overburdened. What does that feel like? What's the image that comes up for that uh, or with that? And, And if you were to, for example, say, have someone say, I'm feeling overburdened. And you say, what is that like? Well, it's like a heavy blanket over my shoulders. And I say, What would it be like if you took that blanket off? Could you try that? Could you move your arms a little? And so that's the beauty of working in energy, is that we have access to all of these different parts of our our being, body, mind, spirit, emotions, and we can work through metaphor and imagery to get at what's, what's new or what could be possible.
0: Taking a moment to breathe with energy and meditation specialist Amelia Vogler. She teaches practical techniques for reducing anxiety, recovering physically, mentally, and emotionally during the next phase of returning to life post-pandemic. She spoke with culture Shifts Amanda LeClaire.